go turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of the sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! You see the smile on my face? I see the smile on your face. It's because some beautiful things happened and we are going to discuss those beautiful things right after I tell you guys to say hello to Helen. She's on the side. Say hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. So, of course, this is bittersweet because we have reached the end of season two of Run the World. Before we go into our recap, what do you think overall as the season progressed? What do you think of the season? I think it was a good season. Um, I think we got some things we wanted that we predicted. We got a couple of things that maybe we didn't predict. So that's always good. It's not like, you know, totally predictable. But um, people going in directions like you think, oh, this person might could do one, two or three things. But then they do four or five or six things, you know, like so I think it was pretty good. We got some extras. We got some, you know, things that we felt like might happen. So I liked it overall. I agree. And I want to add, Helen said predictable, but we don't want you guys to think that's a negative. Um, I think part of good writing means that the show goes and it's written in a way where it's organic. Not everything should be a gotcha. And when people throw things in there that should not have been just for an aha moment, sometimes it ruins it. So predictability is a good thing in this situation because like she said, we still had options. So we predicted from the options we were given and right. we were right. Cap. Kind of. And I mean, like you don't want to jump the shark, especially, especially in season two, right? Like we want to keep going with the, you know, this is our characters and we're developing them. I think we had some pretty decent character development this season as well. I agree. Um, let's just start out from the beginning. I get... We try to do an outline to make this a very, you know, make this flow, make it go well. The first comment Helen sent me was, um, no, ma'am, Renee. What was that about, ma'am? <laughs> okay, so we're starting and, you know, she's doing her, looking for this outfit to go get her man back. <sighs> get your man, get your man. Listen, get your- at first, so it did say at first it said, get your man. And then as she was talking to Whitney and Sandy, I was like, no. Nah. No, this doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right because I said what was going to happen. He was going to bring his little girlfriend to the listening party. Meanwhile, we met her prior to the listening party and clearly she was not a vibe, right? But that also put me back on Team Renee and Jason because old girl was, I mean, not, you know, I mean, I saw, you see it coming in the episode, Um, but the way that old fake Carly Rowland was, like my man, my man, my man, and and Jason said it. He said, you know, it's just a work thing, but clearly, it's not just a work thing to her. And then we find that out when she is dedicating it song. So, so yeah. So I was just like, no, Renee. Like at the beginning, I was like, no, this isn't how you want to do it. You know, like if you mm-hmm. want to go get your man, go get your man. But this is not how we're gonna do it. You're not gonna try to throw ass, and because clearly, y'all were married. That's not what's about, right? You're going to have to tell this man that you love him. And that's going to be how you get him back if you want him back. 
And back to she called her fake follower Kelly Rowland. And it's funny because she called she she called herself a Kelly Rowland back when she was on Dear White People. So callbacks. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do around right. here. We do callbacks. But um, first of all, I think her name is Joelle, if I'm not mistaken. If I've pronounced her name wrong, I'm so sorry. But I love her. I think she's a gorgeous black girl. She can sing. Love her for the role. Mm-hmm. Um, she was being a big hater, and that is with I'm with you on that. It's not even I was already team Renee and Jason, but the fact that she was trying to shade Renee was what what pissed me off about it. Because you could still right. be trying to get with Jason and making whatever your connection is without making whatever Renee is doing insignificant with the whole, mm-hmm. oh, so you're an influencer. Oh, so you're the, like, no, she just told you. And I think the thing that pissed me off the most was she was like, um, are you going to keep guessing what I do? And she's like, are you going to tell me? I was like, she just told you. Like, she literally she just, just said, I am a, and she, you know, the, the. And I meant to write it down because I have had such a job, right? Where yeah. it's hard to explain to people what you do because you do so many things. You don't really, like a job title doesn't encompass what you do. So when she said what she said, I was like, I've said at least four of those words describing the work that I have done in the past. And the words that she used accurately described what she does. There was what no question in my mind what she does after I heard what she said. I'm like, oh, okay, she's a person that kind of curates these experiences. experiences. Almost like Issa exactly. in Insecure mm-hmm. when she was doing it. This is, It reminded me of that. Um, exactly. Your boy. I know. Uh, do you want, okay, so do you want to go by character or do you kind of want to go with events? Let's do a mix. Let's, let's okay. Go. okay, so I just want to bring up Sandy as a person because you do, <laughs> you said character development. I like her much less than I used to. And I don't dislike her. I want to put that out there. I just, I think it's, is fair. And I think she's allowed to figure out who she is to go through the ebbs and flows of life and, and do what she wants to do. I just think it's just her, her development or her arc. It just kind of feels all over the place. And I still think that's okay because sometimes that's how life is, you know, no, right. nobody is, is always purely linear. Um, you say you want to do this thing and you do something else. And to be fair, I think they were kind of setting the tone for that with the introduction of Baptiste because she told her flat out, like what I keep going back to that because she said to her, well, what do you want to say? What is it that you want to do? And I'm not even sure Sandy thought about that until Baptiste told her to, which is ironic in the Alanis Morissette way because Matthew is the one (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. had this realization (laughs) not knowing that this was going to be like the the start of the demise of his relationship (laughs) but I'm still glad he did because another thing the show did well is they did not have to bash the men to make the women have these good decisions they made except Jason like Jason did a a terrible thing but they still Mm kind of write it that wrong I guess I don't know but right like Matthew didn't have to do something horrible or be a bad person for Sunday just not to want to be with him anymore and that's how right. life goes sometimes and he didn't turn into a horrible person when she broke up with him like if nothing else this is a good way to show people hey this is how breakups should go 
Sometimes they just don't want mm-hmm. you no more and you got to live with it. You don't have to be smiley and happy and pretend like you're you're not heartbroken or that it doesn't mean anything right. to you. You can have feels and say, I am hurt. This is sad. But, you know, OK, you it know, no more, it's fine. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I like that part a lot. Uh, with that said, though, w- what is that going to do? setting us up for because I am manifesting a season three. It's happening. I'm putting it out there. Okay. With that said, it's Matthew with Sandy taking the semester off. I know we're kind of jumping around. Sandy decided she wanted mm. to take a semester off. Um I do think that is kind of I don't even know the word I want to use for it, but she <laughs> she she fought so hard to to be difference in this in this aspect of of her studies just mm-hmm. to say okay I no longer want to do this and again fair because you said I think last time we were talking like she wants to be famous and we don't always mean famous like you know name and lights but she wants to be right. podcast famous she wants to be voice heard famous she wants to be a thought leader yeah she wants to be a thought leader and with that we were talking about her and school and we were like, does she even really want to do this? Like, does she want to be a TA? And you said she did not want to be an academia. Mm-hmm. And again, not saying that you're not perceptive. Of course you are, but the writing led you to that. If Cause you were right. paying attention showing like, well, it's very clear. She don't want to do this anymore. So right. that's where she is. Do you think she goes back? I don't care if she goes back. Honestly. Um, I do. Think she thinks she'll go back for sure. Um, so I okay. like because at first I was kind of on the fence about the documentary and all that kind of stuff, and it seemed like you know she was too, but I think she was just fighting with what she should do versus what she wanted to do, mm-hmm. which is her. I feel like was her only hesitation. So when she said "fuck it," I was like, "All right, girl, let's go." Like if mm-hmm. you're going to do it, put it all into it because she when she told him she's like, "I'm a TA and I'm writing my dissertation." And in my mind, I ain't never written no dissertation, guys. And, but I've, I know many people who have. And I've been there as they've done it. My sister's doing one right now. Listen, if your heart ain't in it, it's not going to get done. Mm-mm. You're going to be a super, super, super senior. And you're going to lose fund, your funding, whatever. Like, lots of things can happen. But it is also possible to do it because my mother did it. She was a whole parent to three children at the time when she was writing. Like, so I know that it's possible well, no matter what you have going on in your life, that yes, you could do that and, but you might not want to because you might end up killing yourself, right? So right. I do like that she decided, I'm gonna do this. This is, you know, this is what I want. This is where I'm going. I'm glad she made a decision, honestly, without some big to-do about it. So I think that I like it. And I think that the research through the documentary that they're gonna do if she does decide to go back and finish, will help her dissertation. It will help her getting that experience, will help her to write. And maybe she changes it, maybe not entirely, but, you know, changes the focus a little bit to um, be in line with the documentary. Because that's what Val, my sister, kind of is going through right now because she was doing some kind of genetic, whatever, I don't know what she does. She's studying viruses, whatever. But then she filmed this documentary about the injustices of black people at the school that she goes to. <laughs> um, I ain't gonna call them out today, I guess, UC Berkeley. But um, uh, okay. but the injustices for black people, colored people in science and in academia. So like 
these things happen in real life, right? Mm-hmm. And now she's she never quit school, but she slowed down on her research. She slowed down writing her paper. Like, so we'll see. <laughs> but what it sounds to me, what you're saying is pretty much that sometimes you don't know what you want to do until that right. opportunity is in until front of you. And like, oh, well, this is it. And a lot, if not all of us, have been taught especially pre-pandemic, because pandemic changed a lot of mm-hmm. things. But we've all been on a course, right? You go through school, and by the time you get out of high school, you should know what you want to do. And if not, at least by your sophomore year of college, right? If you wait till mm-hmm. your junior year in college, oh my gosh, it's time to panic. You haven't picked a major. And that's not a lot how, how life works. Sometimes you legit don't know what you want to do. It's not like this is a giver and somebody says, Helen, you're good at this. You should do this. This is what you'll do. We have all these opportunities. We have all of these options, which is great. It's also kind of overwhelming, you know, like the menu at the Cheesecake Factory. What do I want? It's too mm. much. It's too, it's too, too much. It's too much. So I I like, if nothing else, if if nothing else, that Sunday made that decision. And if you notice, she didn't ask anybody. She made the decision. She didn't ask mm-hmm. Matthew. She didn't ask Baptiste. She didn't even ask her friends. She was just like, this is a this is something that I am passionate about. I really enjoyed this documentary. Mm-hmm. This guy, I've said to him, it's it's business only. He seems to be okay with that. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I honestly think they can have a professional relationship. And that be it. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. I think that's the that's for the best. Um, we we got through Sunday, so we might as well go ahead and go to Whitney because Renee is the big, you know, the big. Yeah, she was she was the big picture in this episode. But Whitney, quit your job because the way she looked Uh, back at that man after the anger review, it's time go do something else. Go like clearly she's not in any need of income. Here's here's my Uh, question uh, though. Um, because I, I kind of, I was a little confused about the look because I couldn't figure out if the look was disenchantment that she's just kind of over it. Or if the look was, she didn't want to say anything about her accomplishments because he threw that. I can't, I almost forgot you were, um, Mm -hmm. you were, you took a month off. So I didn't know if that was her reverting back to the Whitney that says you have to do these things to be successful. You have to have all these things. I have no right to ask for anything more because I took a month off or if she was just like not happy with the job. I can't really, I can't really gauge it. I think she loves what she does. I just think she knows that the place that she's doing it at is not the place that she needs to be. And I think she also realizes that even if she had asked, um, cause I, I think you're right. Like she kind of reverted back into herself, but I think when she looked, the look back was that she realized even if she had asked, it probably wouldn't have happened because, because he said that three months, because I mean a month, the month, well, not even, not only the month, like he threw that up at her and then whatever it was about the, touching the hair, like when we came in, mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. like, you know, they're at the end of the review and that kind of gives us a window into how he sees her like this, you know, she's a black woman. So, oh, your sister girl, you checking people, you yell at people. Like, nah, that's He's just so, not the place for her. But she's so the opposite of that. As, as exactly. a girl, <laughs> as, as that girl, she is not that right there. That uh, excuse, right. because, because I being that girl would have been like, well, 
obviously I could take another month off. You feel me? I mean, because you you throwing that month out there like that's supposed to mean something. And if if all of this got done and I was able to take a month off, it sounds like y'all need to give me a month off anyway. Like it seems like it should just exactly. be exactly a part of. It sounds the deal. like I need a, I need a month off quarterly. At this point, if you can't, if it didn't affect my numbers, you couldn't tell that I was gone. Then I'll be gone some more. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't you worry. And even if I and, and even if I didn't say it out loud, that's where my mind would have been. I would have made that face. You just made. Oh. <laughs> okay. Click check check. Wait, you check the dough. Wait the dough. <laughs> but in and the the microaggressions that were portrayed there was it, it just I just like the way it was done because it wasn't in your face. It's one of those things where it's like you you can feel it because you've you've been it. And even if it hasn't happened to you personally, you can 100 percent as a black girl know exactly how that feels, whether mm-hmm. you're a Whitney or a, a, a Renee or a Sandy or whoever, whatever personality type you are, you would know you just know that feeling because it, it like it hits you in the chest. Right. Because it makes you one one immediately check yourself and say, I don't want to disparage or make my girls who are that way feel any kind of way by saying, Oh, mm-hmm. it's not me. I don't act like that. Because, right. because even if she was one of those and she has this kind of review, it shouldn't matter. Right. Cause you shouldn't have touched her hair. Like whatever it is you're talking about, that shouldn't have happened. And then on the other hand, it, it empowers you in a way to make you want to say, like you said before, girl, quit that job and go do something else because you can and you will. Right. Yeah, it'll be fine. Uh, Whitney went to this party. Now, we want to I do want to talk about the party because Renee went in full. I am going to show out mode. And I think it was two, it was twofold. It was one. Of course, it was for Jason, but it was also for. Miss India. Was it India Blue? Was that her name? Yeah. Totally for her. Because like, don't don't dismiss what I do. Whatever you think of it, it's not for you to dismiss what I, what right. it is that I do. And not only does Renee do it, she does it well because she showed out. And even her friends were like, I can't believe this is the same place. This is amazing. Right. right. And you did it for free. <laughs> and in a short amount of time, right? It wasn't it wasn't like she had a quick turnaround time, but that, too. I I love that, because if nothing else, that should have helped Renee. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I am really that girl. Look what I did. I can do this. Right. Because she doesn't need Preston. She doesn't need all of these people. She has contacts that she was getting before, because don't forget that girl. I can't remember her name, but the, the publicist that she brought in mm-hmm. is the one Ella threw under the bus. Right. Renee used that. She's like, look, she don't like you. She ain't got no problem. (laughs) She don't have a problem. I don't have no problem with me. (laughs) And and as a friend, Ella should not be mad at that at all. Like, at all. all. She should be like, I'm glad you could use her. But she threw this great party. It was grand. It was awesome. Whitney came, of course. Sunday came, of course. Ola came. And who else did we see but Chris? Chris? Chris, Chris. Mr. Chris. Chris. What else? Not only do we see Chris, but we see Chris dapping up our boy Ola. 
That I mean, like, like, and then the, the black love. The, the, the was like, forever. <laughs> it took me out. Okay, so here's. Does he know? I know. Well, yes, he saw them singing karaoke. Mm-hmm. He knows. He, he knows. So, does does he? It feels like he likes Whitney. Like legit likes her. It does. And it's and weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird because he like because I think he likes Ola too. I don't think it's a shady like I'm getting close to you because of your girl type thing. I think he just likes Ola because they met before he knew at the cigar bar. Right. So that's just like a brotherhood type thing. But he does like Whitney. I think he likes likes Whitney, like wants to be with Whitney because he seems to have his feelings hurt after she was like, no, it was just, you know sex and that's all it was he it seemed like his feelings were hurt that's what i mean well not this time though the first time not this time this time he was like oh you'll be back because right because she it was like a the lady does protects too much me thinks type Mm -hmm. thing the first time though i think his feelings were hurt because he didn't know he he didn't know that she was just you know in it for what he does for everybody one time right (laughs) did he know when they had sex did he know that that she was friends with Sandy, Renee, and I don't think so. And uh, Ella, I don't think he knew either because I don't think he saw any of them because they were kind of, mm. you know, they were off doing their own thing, doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he knew, but I think he just was genuinely interested in her the fir- from the first encounter. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't like it, but I could see the direction that could take if if they go that way. Tell me. Um, <laughs> so I feel like it'd be a slow burn kind of thing where he just is showing up and uh so we kind of skip him a little bit when Ola and Whitney are taking pictures and she tells him about Chris and for what and for why um because you know you see I feel like she panicked Mm -hmm. because I feel like she feels like the last encounter that she had with Ola could have been hope. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think maybe he did too, because in the way he looked at her when they were taking the pictures and then she turns around and says, Oh yeah, by the way, the guy you were shaking hands with earlier, I fucked it. Like what girl? He, she, they miss each other. Very, it's very so, clear. It's very clear. And so I feel like if Chris continues to be in the picture, that it will be, Ola's feelings are super hurt and mm-hmm. um, because I think that Whitney feels like that Ola is done with her because you know you he said he was damaged goods, whatever <laughs> he said he was right so I feel like she will try to move on and I feel like she'll either think that Chris is a why not or that she'll completely reject him because basically you were my life so Put her with him though, and and I and that's nothing to do. That's nothing against Chris. I just I wouldn't want her with him, and maybe that's just my my soft spot for Ola because I'm sure that could be devastating. Not that it matters. Like she can choose who she Mm -hmm. wants, but just of the pure thought, ideas, optics, feelings, all of it, that would have to be very hurtful. That the person Mm -hmm. you you've done this thing with what you said it's nothing is the person you end up living this life that I thought I'd have with you. That's, that would be devastating. And, um, 
Now, as far as Whitney telling him, I don't disagree with you. I think she panicked for sure. I think I might have also panicked in that situation <laughs> because I I like the, the the whole thought process of I want you to hear it from me because mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any more surprises. Like there should right. he, he he's Ola's had enough surprises. Surprise. And yeah. And I'm sure just just the, the thought of them all sitting at the cigar bar sitting around having a drink because he thinks Chris is cool. And then Chris says something about Whitney and Ola like, wait, what? What? And now he's sitting there looking stupid because he didn't know. Um, I do think there was a better way to tell him. I just don't know what it was. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not right then and right there. It just probably was a better place in time for it if that's what you were going to, you know? Because I don't yeah, because they were having such a night. <laughs> having a good little cute moment. They were having fun at the party. It was it was fun. I can't imagine Chris would have been like, "Oh, that's the girl I fucked over there." You know, right? Because Chris, because he knows. Now that I remember, he knows. I right. can't imagine he would do that. I don't know his character, but I don't think he would do that. So, especially since he, and that, that's the other thing I think. And the whole him him keep saying black love is starting to feel shady now, and I don't know if it's meant to be shady, but it's starting to feel that way because. You saying black love and all that good stuff, but you still firm with, with me. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to do. Or maybe it's he does like black love, but he's also like, well, you know, it's, it's there. I, there. Black love. I want my black love. It might be, <laughs> might be here. I don't know. Uh, right. Now, Renee, Jason, I had this big reconciliation. Now, I, thank you to the writers. Probably Rochelle. That's probably who I'm thinking the most (laughs) because there was an opportunity to make that what what it would have been with, which was she saw the girl sing the song to Jason or she saw the way the girl was looking at Jason and she just ran away and said nothing and just swallowed her feelings. And then the next thing you know, Jason's in this relationship with this girl and they drag it out for three years because they know they're not meant to be together and then Jason and Renee don't get back together again because then that time she's dating somebody and then 40 years mm-hmm. later they end up back together but we right. didn't do all of that we finally was like hey Renee you make these big choices you know you make these big rash decisions do it this time too like be true to yourself and go out there and spit this out and it mm-hmm. go one way or the other I also like that they let us know from jump that Jason was still in love with her too. So I think he was mm-hmm. talking to Ola, maybe. Was he yeah. talking to Ola? Um, do you think Ola seeing Renee and Jason will change his thoughts about him okay. and Whitney? I'm glad you asked. Because while I was watching, I was like, because you're watching a whole Renee trying to figure out how she's going to get her man back, right? And she said the line about, well, maybe I was wrong. You know I have big reactions. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said that, I thought, well, so does Ola. Look at that. He had a real big reaction to something that maybe wasn't that big of a deal. But he felt like it was because that's what you see. That's what we know. Somebody cheats on you, of course you leave them. That's a complete, you know distrust right like mm-hmm. so he had a big reaction and it's like literally it's and i was like hmm, what a parallel and then at the end 
when we see Whitney and Ola together and uh, Renee is over here doing this big love gesture and actually saying her feelings to um, Jason, then immediately we go back over to Whitney and Ola and then Whitney says something stupid. So I think that's who is going to, if they ever do find their way back to one another, they're going to be the all the way around the world ones because Mm -hmm. uh, Whitney is going to continue to say stupid things. And Ola is going to continue to have reactions and go back and forth on whether or not it was even worth it to begin with. I want to add one more thing. <laughs> Speaking of grand gestures, okay. First of all, everybody can sing. What are the odds? But yes, black girls yeah. sing. That's what they do. But I I want to make sure that people have, no, and I know I'm not the only person to notice, that how cool it was that she was singing I Want to Be Down but that was very much the boy's mind, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. Singing it, they're singing Brandy's song, I Want to Be Down, but the way they were singing at Jason, the same song at mm-hmm. Jason, was totally the boy's mind. Shout out to Barb for doing a remix. I just, Listen. Uh, <laughs> and shout out to Barb for calling Malik. Yay! Because that is, so So again, the, the parallels between Jason and Renee and uh, Ola and Whitney but then you see Barb give Renee the advice. She was like, girl, don't mm-hmm. be, you know, looking at your niece's Instagram, whatever. <laughs> saying <laughs> you made the wrong decision in 1995, right? So she gave her that advice and then she took her own advice. And that mm-hmm. is the kind of thing that we like to see. We love it. Um, it's just, we love a love story, especially when both of them were like, oh man, that's sad. And she's like, yeah, it is sad. Mm-hmm. But she made it better. And Malik was available, which is even better. (laughs) He's like, it's about time. Damn, been waiting on you. Let's do this. It was beautiful. I I loved it. Um, But of course, there's always the other shoe. And what is that shoe, Helen? (sighs) Soon as he said, I have a question. (laughs) Soon as he said, I have a question. I said, this nigga wants kids. And I think it might be a deal breaker for Renee. So maybe we don't get our happy little love story in a boat. It would be so sad. And it would (sighs) be sad, but I'm glad they got the feelings out and resolved because while Renee had a very huge reaction to the uh, stealing of the money, the, you know, she she apologized. Because when she said, I'm sorry, my first reaction was like, bitch, you don't get yeah apologize but then what she apologized for i was like okay cool i accept your apology (laughs) like she was apologizing to me like because she wasn't supportive uh you know and i think that maybe she created an environment where he felt like he couldn't come to her with her his dreams Mm -hmm. um in that moment and in that time and the way that he wanted to go about them because maybe she would not have been receptive for for whatever so i'm kind of glad that she apologized for that um and it was heard and they are having this moment in the bathtub and even like, cause he said, I have one question and she sits up. So she felt like, you know, she knew because there couldn't mm-hmm. have been anything else. Right. There mm-hmm. couldn't have been. And Unless she end, was about to say somebody else was pregnant, which I uh, would have passed out. Girl, girl. <laughs> so she sits up, we cut to them, you know, getting on the bench or whatever, doing whatever they're doing. Oh no, actually it cuts the bar for there. But then, you know, she goes off with her little dream man. And then we got us on the bench and they're like, you know, Renee, you're quiet. And mm-hmm. she's like, cause 
I went and got this man back and maybe I don't want him back now because well, he wants kids. And maybe Renee does want kids, but that's, you know, what we'll find out in season three as yeah. soon as Hollywood gets that shit together. Uh, and and we support y'all taking as long as time you need to take before they get their act together because it's ridiculous. Uh, the thing I think with the babies, um, this is coming from someone with babies. I used to be a person that said that if somebody wanted a baby and you're married to them, you should give them a child. Uh, I used to. Right. I, I just thought that's how it was. It was it was one of those things where we married each other. We made an agreement. And if you know I want kids, but you don't, you you sh- or, you know, or you want kids and they don't, the person who wants them should win. I don't feel that way anymore because no one should have children if they don't want them. And I, I say You're that right. with all sincerity because it is it is rewarding. It's awesome. It's 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 amazing, but it's also very hard. And it is um something that has to be done with love and without resentment. And if you can't do that, then you don't need to do it. And you 100 percent, if nothing else, you should never have a child to please somebody else. Ever, 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 because it's not just somebody else's child, unless it's a, you know, surrogacy or do- whatever. Right, yeah. Yes. Like if you're literally doing it for somebody else, sure. Right. But you shouldn't have a child of your own for somebody else. And as much as I want my love story for Jason and Renee, it won't be my love story of Jason and Renee if that is a problem with it. Cause that doesn't make a clean, pretty, you know, beautiful love right. story. It's it's a mess. And we don't want mess. We don't want mess. So if they break up for that, I would be sad. I'd be devastated. <laughs> I really would. But I feel like that's a that's a reason to break up. That's a legitimate mm-hmm. deal breaking reason. We're not getting back together. Break up reason. And if that's what it has to be for them to not be together, then that should be the only reason they're not together. Right. Right. I think. Yeah. Uh, so predictions for season three, since we're manifesting it whenever it comes out 2020. We're going to say it's going to come out soon because they're, they're going to get their act together. So after they get their act together. together and it comes back. Um, what would you like to see versus predictions? Let's not make predictions because who knows? Okay, let's not what make predictions. Like like, I would like to see Sandy thriving and documenting and, you know, finding uh, this other area of interest for herself, uh, whether it be behind or in front of the camera, whatever she wants to do. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to see her with that boy, but I mean, you know, people going to do what they do. Um, Renee and Jason, like I said, if if Renee seriously does not want children and I, it is a woman's prerogative to change her mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this has brought her to a point where she feels like her love for Jason um, could be put into a child, but I don't see it right away. So I think that if they are staying together, that Renee maybe ends up, you know, agreeing to have a child and actually wanting to, Further down the line, because, you know, when she was looking through her closet, she was like, we make a great team. And then it was echoed again at the party when Indigo says, you know, we make a great team. And she was like, oh, hell no. That's what she really decided. No, I'm going to get my man back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's her dream that she wants them to be a team. And she is building her thing. And we see that she can help build his thing. And I feel like that is their baby. 
But if Jason wants real babies, then it's not going to work. Right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully either he comes to a place where he's okay with kids later on after they have built all this wonderful th- stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like we said with Sandy, you can do both, but it's stressful, it's hard, and we don't want to do it, right? How <laughs> old like, are they? Break. I think they're our age, somewhere between us, uh, late 30s, <laughs> early 40s. Late 30s. Say our age? Uh, yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. We're, the we're, the we're millennials, y'all are, what y'all are so about? fresh. Girl, oh, shut up. Having the time of my life with the millennials. <laughs> The time you're a millennial. Okay, so I really like that that their their baby part. I just want to throw it out there before you finish. That was yeah. Oh, okay. But you did that. That was cute. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I'll say you ate that. (laughs) No. Um, Whitney. That's who we got left. I um I am still not team Whitney and Ola, but. If they do, like I said before, um, I think on another episode, I hope that it is not messy. And uh, messy was a, a refrain in this episode as well. So I think it's an indicator of things to come. Um, so there will be. And I think I think it was set up because the first time we heard messy and maybe I just repeated it to myself. I think I heard it twice, though. Um was when Chris walked in and that's the oop in my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that there will be mess um, as, according to Whitney and Ola. Um, and that's fine because you need a little drama, right? You need something. There's got to be some conflict. Your character wants something and whatever hurdle they got to get through to get it, you got to get through to get it. So I think that their situation will continue to be messy. I hope that Whitney quits that job. That is yeah. what I really want for Whitney. Um, and Maybe Ella will come back. Maybe Ella will yeah. not come back. I do. That was my next question. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want. I want um, hope too because I want to see how. I want. I wouldn't mind them showing us a married couple in that. In that dynamic, with with their. Food. I think hope comes back, and hope has got like kids. I wouldn't be surprised. Like plural, I'm with you. Yeah, right. Hope hope got kids <laughs> when we get back. Okay. Well, I what don't do have. I don't have anything honestly different than what you have. I think the best thing in, in my world would be that Jason and um, and Renee do work that out, even if they decide like, OK, we can have a baby. Let's establish this first and then have the baby because they both know, hey, it's something we both decided that, yeah, that would be cool to do. But we also know that he's just starting this thing. I'm restarting this thing. Let's figure out how it works and then bring the baby in because neither one of us mm. have time. Like, that's right. just the truth. Nobody has time. Uh, Whitney and Ola, you know, I'm, if they are not together, if nothing else, I hope they take what they've learned from each other and be good partners to somebody else. Because I do want both of them mm. to be happy. Ella, I hope she's thriving and make sure if she writes a book and whatever, because, you know, bring the devil back. Bring all of this back. Bring him back. (laughs) We want it. We want to see it. And then. And maybe. Go ahead. Maybe. Oh, I was just going to say, Barb, I just hope she's off doing something great. If she comes back every now and then, it's fine. But it seems like she's she's gone for happy ever after. She ain't got time for these girls no more. So it is what it is. Exactly. Look, that was our happily, happily ever after. Yeah, that's why I don't get um, Maybe the devil comes back to visit and he's at the cigar bar with the guys and we get an update on Ella that way, perhaps. 
maybe hopefully you know just just anything to get to see him you know <laughs> yeah just it just to, just to see like maybe somebody will renew their vows or something and he'll come anything just, <laughs> just you know you know that's it i thoroughly enjoyed the show i am so happy that it was able to come back for season two i am prayerful and hopeful that it will be a season three and um for all the writers the and the um, actors for standing strong and what you do. That is awesome. I could not imagine what it's like to go on strike. I've never had to do it, but that's got to be scary. It's crap. So shout out to y'all for, for standing tall for and each we, other. We will we support you however we can. Uh, yeah. And as far as around the world, that's it for us for this season. We will be back. We might cover something else. If something else is worth covering, we'll be here. So if you have any comments, suggestions you know like subscribe share uh, all that good stuff send positive vibes and have great days and great lives that's all i have you got anything else yeah no that's it okay well we appreciate you guys for watching so until next time peace peace that's it